Shorty Stories is a monthly event series brought to you by the producers of the Shorty Awards. Shorty Stories is dedicated to creators, to those who have made a career for themselves on the internet through social media. The Shorty Awards honor just that, the best on social media. Visit shortyawards.com now for more information about the awards and to find out how you could win one yourself. In March 2016, Doug the Pug and his momager, Leslie Mosier, joined us in New York City to tell their story of how they became one of the most popular pug accounts on the internet in just one year. Without further ado, we'll pass it to Leslie and Doug. So I have to say it's really crazy to watch everyone's reactions to the video because when we are filming the videos, it, we look crazy. We get so many people that are like, what are these people doing? So it's really fun to watch everybody you know, smile and laugh. Thank you so much for coming today. We, um, we're from Nashville, Tennessee, and we flew here just for this. So I love New York. We've been spending a lot of time here. I think our first time here was in May of last year, and we must have been here at least like 15 times already. So I'm not quite yet a local, but like I do know, you know, a good bagel spot now, so. <laughs> yeah, this is Doug. He is here in the flesh, and I'd like to start this whole speech by having everyone take out their phone right now and take a photo of Doug before I'm talking and my mouth is moving in a photo and before he falls asleep, because that's definitely gonna happen. So, Dougie, smile. Dougie, smile. <laughs> smile. That only happens like one out of 10 times, so we're really lucky right now. Okay, we good? Cool. I'm really excited to be able to you know, tell my social media journey because as you guys know, social media has kind of taken on this insane life of its own in the past several years and it's so necessary for businesses and for artists and creators and just people in general to have a really good brand online. So if you take anything away from this, I hope it's just something that will help you personally with your brand and your goals and you know, help out with your social media. But we will be doing questions at the end, so I'm really excited to hear what you guys want to know about Doug, because we get a lot of uh, interesting questions, especially over email. Um, <laughs> like, Doug, what's your favorite color? Like, I don't know what is it? Like, I have to respond as Doug. But yeah, I pretty much have my dream job. I, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I'm Leslie Mosier. I'm 23 years old. We're from Nashville, Tennessee. And I wanted a pug since I was like 14 years old. I was in middle school and I remember just like thinking pugs were the funniest kind of dog in the whole world. And I was like, one day I'm gonna get a pug named Doug the Pug. And it kind of became a distant dream. You know, I went to college and it was never really the right time for me to get a dog until it was my sophomore year of college. I called my mom one day and I was like, I found a breeder online, you know, they're really close by, they're like really reputable, I want to get a pug. And she was like, you know, get one, like you deserve it, whatever. And Doug actually, I didn't pick Doug. The breeder picked him for me, which I think was kind of fate in itself because he's just amazing. And I brought him home and I'll never forget the first thing that he did when I brought him home. And he was like this big, he was so freaking cute. It, he sat in front of the TV and my roommate had the Kardashians on and he sat and started watching the Kardashians. And I was like, all right, what is this pug doing? Um, but he was instantly really special. My mom was the first person to ever get me any clothes for him. I always swore that I wouldn't be the kind of person to get like clothes for my dog. And my mom <laughs> sent me this shirt and it said, I love my mommy. And I was like, all right, this is too freaking cute. I gotta post this on Facebook. And I posted it on Facebook and I was like, dang, people really like my dog. Like I gotta post more photos of Doug. And pretty much time went on. 
I started posting more photos of him, probably exclusively on my personal Facebook. And then I was a little late to the Instagram game for my personal self just because I worked at a record label for three years and I had to manage all of our artists' Instagrams, Twitters, all of that stuff. And I was like, the last thing I need is to have my own Instagram. But I finally did it and I fell in love with it just because I love photography and you know social media and that whole thing and started posting photos of Doug. I started gaining a following from Doug on my personal Instagram and noticed, you know, dogs of Instagram, pugs of Instagram would all pick up photos of Doug. And I was like, okay, like, you know, when they get posted on a big channel, they're getting 50, 60,000 likes. Like people must, you know, think there's something special about him. And I got more and more creative, kept kind of like trying out new things. And finally, my boyfriend, Rob, he's right there. He does all of Doug's video. He's a huge part of all of this. So I gotta give him a lot of credit. But he finally told me like make Doug his own Instagram like you won't regret it just whatever because all my friends were also like all right stop po posting photos of your dog like just go ahead and freaking make him his own Instagram so it was a little bit of both like I knew I needed to do it as soon as I did he gained a little bit of a following and he had only like 7,000 followers when Mashable wrote up his first article and it was basically just like a photo series article of all of Doug's you know best photos to date and from that, you know, Cosmopolitan picked it up, Elite Daily picked it up, like a bunch of other press outlets picked it up, and I, <laughs> I thought it was pretty much the coolest thing ever, you know, to have Doug in the press. I never thought that was something that would happen. So, you know, I was still working at my job, kind of dabbling in Doug's Instagram, whatever, but I was actually just telling everyone back in that room just now that I'm super excited because today is March 22nd and on March 28th of last year is when Doug's first video went viral. So everything has happened in under a year, almost exactly a year, and it's been just like this whirlwind ride of a lifetime because I never in a million years would have expected to be standing here in front of a crowd of people asking me to tell them about my dog, but <laughs> it's really cool. So um, yeah. Speaking about the viral video, I posted this video that I kind of shot randomly in a park because we were actually celebrating Doug's 100,000 follower on Instagram. We had a party and we had like pug balloons everywhere and I was like, I gotta do something with these pug balloons. They were expensive. They were like $18 on Amazon. So I took him to a park. I tied the balloon around him and I was like, go free Doug. And I had my camera and he was like charging through the park and like peeing on trees. And I was like, this is really funny. I sent it to Rob, he was on tour at the time, he edited it, posted it, I woke up and it had 20 million views. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Doug, at that time, had only 3,000 likes on Facebook. He just hit 4 million last week. Once that video went viral, we were kind of like, all right, well, you know, he went from 3,000 likes to 100,000 likes. We got to kind of like, keep the people happy. Like, I don't want to just ride the wave. And one thing I've been saying lately is like, in the world of social media, I don't want to ride the wave. I want to keep creating waves and ride those waves and keep on making things that, you know, go viral and people want to follow. So then we kind of got this genius idea of like having Doug recreate famous TV shows or music videos or Beyonce or Breaking Bad or, you know, you guys just saw them and the internet loved them. And every video that we've pretty much ever posted has gotten over a million views, but we've had some videos on Facebook that have gotten like 45 million views. And it's, we calculated it a few weeks ago and it was like, he has three quarters of a billion views on all of his social media. 
which is wild. But obviously with this viral fame comes a lot of like really awesome opportunities. And The View has featured his videos, Good Morning America. We were on the Today Show Australia and he fell asleep in his onesie and snored for all of Australia to, Australia to see, and that was really awesome. It's been this really amazing journey, and I just can't even say how thankful I am to the people that follow him and for everyone you know who has yet to follow him, because every single day we post two photos a day. I've never once missed a day since last September, and I think a lot of people on the internet that you know, get viral or become famous. Once they kind of hit a certain peak and they get opportunities from it, they stop, they stop posting what got them famous in the first place or what, you know, people actually want to see. And with Doug, it's like, I know that there are people out there that, you know, they wake up and they want to see what Doug is doing in the morning and usually he's sleeping, but. <laughs> and then at nighttime, like I try and think, you know, what could people relate to? What can make people happy? One of my, biggest questions is what is it like to own a celebrity dog? And there are obviously a lot of pros and some cons. The cons I guess would be, you know, we'll be taking Doug out in the morning and he'll be like pooping and someone will come up, is that Doug? And they'll just start taking photos of him. I'm like, wait, like no, like, wait just one minute. And I mean, it's not that big of a con. It's still very exciting when people obviously recognize him. We have some trolls on the internet as anyone that has any followers does. A lot of people seem to think that he's unhappy or hates wearing clothes and He's literally the chillest dog ever, and I would never put him in any situation that would make him unhappy, but I'll let them take care of themselves. Oh, Doug's growing ego. <laughs> he also has a rider when we go to certain events, and it's just a bag of organic baby carrots and Fiji water. So I, that's like my go-to funny line in an interview, like, what is Doug, what is, what's on Doug's rider? And he's like, he likes Fiji water. And they're like, oh, he likes Fiji water. And then <laughs> obviously um, there's a ton of pros. We get to travel so much now, and we go to New York and LA, and we're going to Vegas in a few weeks for the ACM Awards, and Doug is like, and I get to meet all of the country celebrities, and I'm just like, in my head, it works with me. I'm like, all right, what photo are we gonna take with Carrie Underwood? Are we gonna have her like with her legs, and Doug like looking at her leg? I think in captions now, like anytime I go anywhere, I'm like, that would be a great Doug photo. But yeah, we get to do a lot of amazing things and meet a lot of amazing people and New York is just a really amazing place for opportunities and it's so crazy. And I get to hang out with Doug all day. I'd say that's a pretty awesome job. At my old job, I you know, was pretty much on call whenever you could think of and I was working for other people and uh, I think it says a lot, you know, I went to business school, but I never expected to own my own business. I never thought I had what it takes, if that, whatever that means, but I think it shows that if you just do it and you go for it and you like quit whatever makes you unhappy and do what makes you happy, it'll all work out if you put the work into it. So I'm really thankful that it did happen the way that it did because I quit my job and I told my mom like, I'm gonna quit my job. And she was like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> and uh, I told her, you know, I, I, did, I do graphic design as well and she, 
was under the impression that I'd start my own graphic design company, but that lasted for about a week and a half, and then Doug started taking off. I was like, all right, Mom, going to New York with Doug. Gonna... <laughs> she's like, what? And now she's Doug's biggest fan. I got to plug my mom. She's at Doug's grandma on Instagram. <laughs> Most amazing account you will ever see. She is so proud of her almost 6,000 followers. I wish she was here tonight to to talk about how much she loves her Dougie, but he's so tired. We've also gotten to do a lot of really awesome events. Like we've been special guests at a Chicago Bulls game and we were on the halftime show. And my favorite memory from that show is they had me sitting on the court with Doug at halftime. And like, there's so many people in the stadium and I was just kind of like in my own world and Rob was filming me and Doug and I was like, woo! Like we're in halftime and I was supposed to hold up a card like there was a dunking contest and I was supposed to hold up a card with like one to ten you know the score of the dunk I totally forgot to hold up the card and like over the loudspeaker they're like Doug the pug has no score I was like oh I gotta I gotta pay attention <laughs> Yeah, it was, I was, yeah, it was really embarrassing. <laughs> Last year we got to go to Lollapalooza and that was insane. I mean, it's just insane because literally a year ago, I think maybe one person out of every hundred people would have recognized Doug and now like all of you guys are here and we'll walk down the street and it'll be like a mob of people that want to meet Doug and I'm just like, yeah, take selfies with him. And it's, it's super, super cool. And then I guess I can talk about the future. Uh, a lot of people also wonder what is next for a famous dog? Like what, what, how can you build a business off of a dog? And we have a lot of really awesome things in the works that I'm really, really excited about. Apart from traveling and the events that we get to do when we travel, he has a book coming out November 1st. Shout out to Melissa, the literary agent in the back. She's here. <laughs> We've been working so hard um, on that book, and I think you guys will really love it. It's like a coffee table book that has all of Doug's best photos and a lot of new photos. And we're going to go on a little book tour with that, which is insane. Like, Doug's going on tour. <laughs> um, <laughs> His calendar will be coming out. Uh, last year, it was one of the best-selling calendars on all of Amazon, which is unreal. We had a calendar signing in Nashville, and over 600 people showed up and like shut the mall down. And there was security like all over, like not letting people anywhere near us. And it was so insane. And we have a lot of cool like merch coming out, like a stuffed animal with clothes that you can dress Doug up in. I'm super excited about that one. <laughs> He's snoring, by the way. I don't know if you can hear him. And I guess I will talk about my advice to people. And I have like a whole notebook filled with advice because I've just learned so much from this experience. And it's like made me grow a lot as a person. And I was so reliant on just a steady paycheck every month from my old job. And I didn't think that there was really anything more than like, you know, get up, go to work do as best as you can, go home, like go to sleep, whatever. And with this Doug stuff, it's like, you can create literally anything you wanna create in 2016. Like the internet is so huge and so wild and you can connect with people that you've never been able to connect with before. And I, if it weren't for that guy at Mashable, Brian, shout out. Um, if it weren't for you know the first article, I don't know if I would have really taken Doug's Instagram seriously. I always say to contribute. Who's that? 
Who is Deb? I always say to contribute to the happy part of the internet. My whole goal with Doug, all of the fame is cool for him, and all of the, you know, the free dog food, it's a nice hookup, I will say that. And just like getting to meet everybody is amazing, but my favorite part about it is getting like amazing emails from cancer patients who are in the hospital, and they look forward to reading Doug or seeing Doug's posts every day. He's thirsty. <laughs> and just hearing how he's affected people, it's the most gratifying experience out of everything, just knowing that we were able to make somebody happy. And there is so much hate on the internet. There are trolls. There, you know, you go on Twitter and all you see on a hashtag is just people tearing other people apart. And it's like, if you just focus on being the good part of the internet, you're doing something right. Even if it doesn't take off, the way that you know you want it to, like if you're making a difference in one person's day, <laughs> then you're doing something right. Dougie! <laughs> he drank a lot of water. Dougie, Dougie! Up, 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 up. Can you come here? He's like, it's my speech, I do what I want. <laughs> come here! Okay, and he's a lot heavier than he looks. <laughs> People always say that when I like give them to him to hold him. They're like, oh, he's like heavy. I'm like, yeah, he's a sack of potatoes. He's not a light little guy, even though I will say he is very healthy for a pug. I'm very proud of that. Another thing that I struggle a lot with, and Rob can attest to this, is I have days where I wake up and I literally have no creative bones in my body. Like I'm, I have no idea what I want to post. I don't feel like posting anything. I I don't, you know, it's, it's, creativity isn't something that comes easily. Like, it's something that strikes you when you least expect it or like at one in the morning when you're trying to sleep and you're like, oh, I gotta wake up and write this down. But everybody has those days. Everybody has days where they feel like nothing is going right for them in any job. It's not just, you know, a job with social media. It's like any job, you're gonna feel like really down. And those days always teach me lessons because I realize that once I get through that day, there's like an even better day ahead and an even better like day that I can get amazing content ahead. So it's a roller coaster. It's not, you know, every day is happiness and oh my God, like Doug's, you know, got millions of followers on the internet now. It's like, how do I make this better in a way that benefits not only him, but me and everyone around me. Another thing that I think is really important, especially with how many millions, does anyone know how many users on Instagram there are? It's like billions, right? Some, something like that. So there are billions of people on Instagram and people will copy you and people will try to do the exact same thing that you're doing. And I try, it, as frustrating, frustrating as it is, I try and use that as fuel to be innovative and try and do something new. And like Rob and I accomplished that with um, Doug's videos and that's what has really taken him off. So I'm always a big advocate of learning from other people's mistakes, but um, I, you know, steal like an artist, like see what other people are doing. If you don't like what they're doing or you wanna do it differently, do it better, but still remain true to who you are and what your voice is. And, oh, keep your good contacts close. I've met so many people in different industries from all of the Stug stuff, and not once have I ever thought that someone I'm, were too good for anyone anymore. If there was a blog that wrote about Doug when we were nothing, I, I'm gonna wanna keep working with them and being great friends with them because they believed in us when no one else did. So I think a lot of people and it's not just in social media either. It's, you know, musicians, actors, actresses, when 
they get to a certain point in their career, they just kind of write people off that don't really seem like they can do anything for them anymore. But I would say those people are your biggest champions. Those are the people that are gonna stand up for you and like fight for you. And I'm really thankful for those contacts that I have. And I always try and make time, no matter what we're doing, to see them and work with them. And I think that's really, really important. And my last big point is to just be nice to everybody. Make a good impression on people. Do as much as you can for people because we're like, all in this together and the internet is one big place of like people and you know you just have to be nice to people so how, how much time was that was that short was I talking really fast yeah. okay Yay. <laughs> So the shorty award, shorter the better. Yeah, <laughs> shorty. And now Doug speaks, right? Yeah, so if you guys have any questions, I would love anything that you've ever wondered about Doug. He's three years old, we get that a lot too. He's about to turn four in April. We're gonna have a party in Nashville, haven't planned it yet. <laughs> what? In May. In May, May 20th. <laughs> so yeah, anyone, you. Uh, so have you ever considered reading Doug? He's fixed. Yeah. I trust me, I regretted it like very, very soon after that event happened in his life. Um, yeah, he's fixed, but we do want to get a little sister for Doug in like a year or so when we aren't traveling as much because I need some more pugs in my life. How big is his wardrobe? Okay. So let's put this into perspective. We have like a closet in our room. The whole bottom is Doug shirts that are neatly hung on baby hangers. We have a storage locker that contains like, you know, the holiday things. Those are in bins, like three bins, like that high. And then we have in our apartment complex, there's a basement and we're friends with the leasing manager. So she lets us keep stuff down there. And there's like three, four bins. And we recently got Doug like a remote controlled, like toddler Lamborghini, you know? <laughs> So look out for the video with that, but um, that's gonna be down there too. He has a lot of stuff and a lot of, you know, I buy a lot of props to make like videos and stuff, but a lot of people send him a lot of things and he just has no idea. Um, does Doug have a girlfriend, like a patty mayonnaise? He's he like, you know, he's single, he's living the single life. He, uh, <laughs> He's just too busy. He's working, you know, like he might talk to like other pugs. <laughs> he might uh, talk to other little girl pugs on the internet, but there's some cute. He's on Tinder. Okay, so funny story, we tried making a Tinder account for him and I was on my phone and it was still logged into like my Facebook and everything. And I've been dating Rob for a long time now and people were like, what are you doing on Tinder? Like, and I was like, no, we're, we were trying to make Doug an account and I think they thought I was lying, but we really did try and it, they won't allow Doug account. We had, an, <laughs> we had an idea to make Doug a Tinder video where he kind of catfishes people, where he'd go on a date with somebody and they're thinking it's like the guy that's in the photo, but Doug's just in a picture with a guy. And it's just we still got to make that video happen. We still got to make it happen. Yes. How do you get him to pose with food and not eat it, or does he eat 
he uh, does not eat it. He's just like this freak of nature little pug that I think since we started taking photos with him so early on, he just knew like not to eat it until I would tell him to. And we always have treats when we're, um, you know, taking photos and stuff. And he's just like this really insanely well-mannered, <laughs> really well-mannered pug. And he, you know, from all of this stuff with Doug, we've met so many pugs. It's awesome. <laughs> and just different dogs in general. And all of the pug owners that meet Doug are like, how is he so like chill? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? I'll let you down. Come here. Um, how do you decide, you know, I know it's been a lot of videos with television shows like American Horror Story and Friends and all this. How do you decide what shows you want to do? Is it just what you personally like? Or do people pitch you out? Because we work in television, PR, or at an agency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Um, there are some times where Rob and I will be making a video and like I would have watched the show like religiously, like the whole series, and he'd be like, I have no idea what this is. How do we make this a video? But most of it is just honestly like what I think people would want to see. I try and make Doug really like relatable. So yeah, it's usually just what is popular in pop culture um, at the time or just like in the past because with his Facebook, he has, you know, <laughs> he has uh, over 4 million likes now, but that's a completely different demographic than what's on his Instagram. So it's like, there are sometimes we'll post something that I know will do really great on Instagram, but won't yeah. do great on Facebook. But like the videos are such a wider, you know, they get shared more than uh, photos and they're more important than photos. So like we try and kind of find a perfect balance um, between what people will like do you have a favorite Doug video, and then what was actually the hardest one to film? Ooh, favorite Doug video. Um, I watched, we, on the plane, we watched the Pug Normal Activity <laughs> video, and I was like, that video was actually really awesome. It was super funny. Um, Pugdashians. It took like six hours to <laughs> a, get him to like, to film it, and then editing, just to like kind of mimic the, the, uh, the Pugdashian, like, I don't, it was like the intro, but like kind of like a like new season coming. Uh, we, I found it on YouTube and we just like kind of mimicked it and it took a while to get it right. I really like uh, The Walking Dead too, when he's like out like this and you see his feet walking. That was my favorite part. Um, and the hardest one to film, uh, Friends. Oh yeah, there whenever, was six pugs. Yeah, and, whenever, and Doug's whenever the only there one are more pugs still. involved, it's like insane and we were like trying to put wigs on them. I was like, you're gonna be Rachel. And, and they did not want to be Rachel. Um, so it can get really hard when uh, other pugs are involved because we're just so used to Doug being like really, you know, relaxed and calm and like whatever we put on him, he's like, all right, cool. But other pugs were like, no. So I would say friends. That was hard. Yeah, okay. Fresh, fresh pug of Blair too. Yeah, fresh pug is hard. Pugs. There, there was, there was multiple, there were multiple pugs. <laughs> um, I have two pugs. One who's named Mila Kunis. And, oh my um, God. Sends to Doug. Tell likes. Mila Kunis, Doug yes. says hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised how much she actually looks like Mila Kunis too. Oh. <laughs> um, as a pug owner and knowing how crazy pug owners can be, do you yes. find that a good part of your fan base are 
we crazy pug folk? Oh yeah, I mean, like this has a pug on it. Um, pretty much everything that we get sent is some way pug related. We have people that like, you know, are ultra obsessed fans, which is amazing, but they'll come us up to us on the street and they'll like want to show us their eight pugs like in a <laughs> row. And I'm like, yeah. Um, no, a, a lot of people, you know, and that's one other thing with Doug is like, there were, you know, some famous dogs on the internet, but there wasn't a famous pug. So we kind of tried to like fill the gap in that, you know, marketplace to put a really businessy term in there um, because you know, pugs are so popular. You walk into a store, you're gonna see a pug, you're gonna see a pug stuffed animal or a pug shirt, and there was no, like, the pug. And it just turned out that Doug got to be the pug. <laughs> uh, when you evaluate the various brand partnership opportunities mm -hmm. that you receive, how do you evaluate those to make sure that they fit within this brand practice stuff? Yeah, so that's a really good question because, you know, as Doug gets bigger, we get more inquiries and offers for Doug to like work with different brands and obviously like that's you know a major way that we make our money besides merchandising but it's also the way that we have to be the most selective with the brands because um, we don't even like to work with uh, dog brands because people see Doug as like not a dog they see him as like a human so if we put him next to a bowl of dog food that wouldn't get much engagement and people would be like, oh yeah, Doug is a dog, I can't write him an email today. So, <laughs> um, I try and be really selective with that and it's just honestly, it's you know, kind of putting pride aside, putting money aside and just evaluating what would be best for what people that follow Doug would want to see. And we've gotten to do some really amazing partnerships like Tori. <laughs> I'm gonna look at you. Um, um, Mountain Dew was Mountain cool. Dew was cool. Um, worked with Twitter since they just had their 10 year anniversary, which was fun. Substitute platform for Doug. What else have um, we done? The Polonius one was interesting. That was interesting. Um, I hope they're not watching a, this. It was, a, it was a cool concept. Yeah, cool yeah. Concept. And that was one of our what? first. That was our first big one, too. HP. Uh, yeah, HP. We've done, I don't know. With Subaru. Subaru, Chicago Bulls. That was something. Um, so yeah, it's women's just soccer eight. team. What the women's soccer team? Oh yeah, we recently Doug was a guest at the uh, women's soccer game, and funny story, Hope Solo, who's like one of the best goalies in the whole world, she was the one that invited us to the practice so we could film something, and she was like in the goal, okay? And I had Doug like there, and Rob was like, "All right, film," and I was like, "Oh, I'm kicking the ball to her," and he's like, "Yeah, just kick it, whatever." And so I don't play soccer, and I just went boop. And it like barely rolled up to her and she was like, you're gonna have to kick it harder. And she rolled it back and I was like, okay. Um, so we get into some, it was so embarrassing. I had this weird moment, like we're in a stadium, like it wasn't filled at all, but it was like a stadium and I was just like with this very recognizable sports player. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's hard to figure out who we wanna work with, but as time goes on, it almost gets easier to say no to things just because I do care about you know, the public's perception of the brand. And the last thing I would want to do is for someone to be like, Doug sold out, or like, you know? So, <laughs> I, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was a good one. That was like, we, our goals are like Chipotle. We just worked with Uber a few days ago. Um, Chipotle would be awesome. So, anyone else? Talk about the hacking. What? The hacking. 
Oh, how you overcame um, a story that I forgot to tell, which a lot of people don't know. And when I tell them in person, they're just shocked. So did anyone notice in October of 2015 when Doug got hacked? Yeah, OK. So we woke up one day, or it was actually the day before it actually happened. I, I was on a run. I got an email on my phone saying, your password has been changed. And I was like, I, or your email has been changed. And I did not change the email. And so I was like, oh my god, like someone's trying to get into our account. I changed every security setting, right? Like literally anything that you can think of, I changed it. And I was like, this is the most secure account it's ever been. Before the next, before, yeah, this was before a two-step verification um, was on Instagram. And the next day, I woke up, and I changed the email to Rob's personal email. And he gets an email saying, your email was changed, and your password was changed. And we go to the Instagram, and they were deleting photos and videos. Like, in real time, we were watching it just go like this. Like, the number was getting shorter. They deleted over 500. Photos and videos, I get chills still thinking about it because I get so mad at this person that I don't, I'll never know. Um, Doug gets mad too. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Wait, I'm going to pick this up on the mic. Who is that? Who is that? Do it again. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? He'll do it. He's so weird. He like spits when he's uh, getting really mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 500 photos and videos. They changed the name of the account to at Instagrammer. And if you can imagine like how terrifying it was, I was sitting in bed just bawling my eyes out. It was on a Sunday. No one was working. I contacted anyone I could ever think of that would have some contact at Facebook or Instagram. And luckily, they were able to get it sorted. And we never got our contact content back. But um, it also showed me how important like having you know, a secure account is and not having an email up that you would use for the login of an account and just like having two-step verification. And it's still a fear in the back of my head. But um, luckily, we recovered from it. Doug got verified on Instagram after that happened. And we just tried to move past it. But it was super, super awful. Anyone else? Um, Amazon. I get an Amazon package probably every day. It's really like embarrassing because <laughs> my parents and I still like have a joint account or whatever. I need to get my own, but they're like, "Why are you buying toddler clothes like all the time?" <laughs> he wears a two T. If anyone was wondering. Um, but yeah, that. And then I have a few friends that have, um, like, they. my friend Mindy owns a dog store, Shop Dog & Co. You know it? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. OK, cool. Uh, yeah, they were one of the first people that ever, like, styled Doug. He, Doug actually just won Best Dress at the World Dog Awards, which is pretty cool. He's the best dressed pug in the world. Um, but yeah, trust me, if you look hard enough, you'll find some, like, really cool things for your pugs. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Anyone else? No questions about Doug's like favorite. I don't know. It's gotta be some question. Yes. Who's Doug's biggest celebrity fan that he's met? Like who's gone like the craziest? 
uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. <laughs> that was a fun, really fun day. She like tweet. This was when Doug didn't even have. He had like barely any followers at that time, but she was in Nashville, and I like tweeted her like, "I want to meet you, Doug," or something. And he had like 5,000 followers on Twitter. She tweeted him back and was like, "Come to my red carpet event with Doug. I want to meet him." And blah blah blah. And so we go, obviously. Why wouldn't we go? And she gets out of the limo and goes, oh my god, smushy. And she takes him from me and walks down the red carpet. <laughs> and I, this was like the first time that I had ever like met anybody like with Doug. And I was like, all right, keep cool. And then I feel a tap on my shoulder, and I turn around. And it was John Legend, no big deal. And he was like, hi, I'm John. We love pugs. I had two pugs growing up. And we like spoke, and I was just watching Doug like go down the red carpet and being like, oh, OK, it, like this is happening. And she was really amazing. Um, Ed Sheeran loved Doug. And I was like, you can keep him, Ed Sheeran. No, not really. But it was, it was super cute to watch Ed with Doug and his accent. I thought that was really awesome. Um, we met Justin Bieber. That was crazy. That was like the hardest celebrity photo we've ever gotten. Um, Skrillex, met Skrillex. Pentatonix, they're amazing. They've ended up becoming some close friends of mine. Um, Kaigo. Kaigo, I don't know. The list goes on. The, we, have, we have like a, a sheet on the computer that has all of this. I'll, I'll probably kick myself for not remembering it later. But yeah, no, we've gotten to meet a lot of cool people. Um, still waiting on T-Swift, but I don't think she's much of a dog person, even though I read on the plane the other day that she used to have a pug. And I was like, what? Like, you used to have a pug, and you haven't wanted to meet Doug. <laughs> but <laughs> that kind of made me a little bit angry. So Taylor, if you're watching this, like, come on. Let's, let's hang out in Nashville. So. How's Doug doing on the book? The book is good. It's like done, pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty much done. It comes out November 1st. Um, it'll be available like everywhere, which is really cool. Uh, we're going on a book tour, so we'll definitely be in New York having a signing at somewhere. Um, come, that'd be that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, the book is great. I'm just so excited for the stuffed animal too and everything coming. Okay, sorry. Who signs the book? Who signs it? Like. Doug potographs it. So. Depends on how many people. Yes. Any? Doug on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. It's Doug the Pug. He took over my Snapchat, too. And it still pops up as my name, apparently, to people that follow, like, followed my personal Snapchat. And they're like, you post too much of Doug. I'm like, it's Doug's Snapchat now. <laughs> it's just tied to me. I think we have time for one more question. Do you post like, for yourself anymore on social media, or is it just Doug? Yeah, I have a personal Instagram, um, which at Leslie Mosier which is a lot of me and Doug, uh, of course. Like, I, I at first was like, photography, cool. And then I started posting photos of me and Doug. And just like, it's all people. Like, I put, we posted a photo earlier today. And Doug's like barely in it. Like, you can barely see him. And people are like, Doug, 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 Doug. And I'm like, OK, just let me post an artsy photo for once. But no, I, I do, you know, I love photography. And I would, I would hate to just like stop doing that because of Doug. But 
All right, let's give it up for uh, Leslie.